meaningless. Have you ever felt like your work was meaningless? Our good friend from Redeeming Productivity, it's not just a ministry. It is a book. It is a YouTube channel as well. Uh, Redeeming Productivity uh, released recently. Uh, Regan Rose is the uh, the author, and Regan's been with us long before the book was actually released, and and he wrote an article on this. Have you ever felt like your work was meaningless? Oh yeah, all the time, and that that's that's why I, this is something I care about and write about because uh, it is something I think we all face. We always feel like our work our work is meaningless from time to time. Yeah, we got somebody driving to work today, and they're like, "Oh no, another day." Uh, it's the daily grind, and as followers of Jesus, we need a wake-up call. We need to reframe everything, and you are always so good at helping us to do that. So you talk about trellis and vine work. Let's start there. Yeah, so this is a concept I'm borrowing from the book, The Trellis and the Vine, by Colin Marshall and Anthony John Payne. And basically, they're writing this about Christian ministry, and their point is that you know, with any kind of vining plant, like uh, a, a grape um, plant or, or a tomato, you all you support it with a trellis. And so they apply this to ministry, and they say, for Christian ministry, you have the vine work of, of you know, preaching the Word, teaching people, and then you have the trellis work of, you know, running the administration, finances, all of that. Um, but I think that that principle of trellis and vine can be generalized to the way anybody views work, whether you're in full-time ministry or not. Some parts of your work are the vine work. They, they're rewarding, they're exciting, they're fulfilling. You can kind of connect them with your purpose as a Christian because you're, you're loving people, you're serving them, you're doing things with excellence. But then there's the trellis work that is often boring and a slog, and it's kind of like the necessary stuff you have to do. And that, I think, when we stick too long in the trellis work, that's when it starts to feel meaningless because we lose the, the connection to the vine work. Boy, I like that. I, you know, I, I tend to enjoy word pictures. Yeah. They help mm-hmm. me to learn, so I really like that concept. You know, in any vocation, there are parts that we more easily view as, quote-unquote, ministry. Uh, usually the parts of our jobs like, uh, well, the ones we find most rewarding as believers, like uh, providing excellent service to people, that's one thing. Uh, we have opportunities to show Christ-like character to colleagues and, for that matter, customers. Uh, customer service is a lost art. Uh, we have talked about that here on the show, by the way, but that's an yeah. opportunity to shine. And you would—yeah, you're right. This is the vine work of our vocations, but every job has elements that less obviously honor God, you know, the administrative stuff and all these things. So there are a couple of errors that we can make when it comes to to viewing things— I don't know. I, I, it just seems overly simplistic sometimes to tell somebody, view your job as a ministry. We know that's true. I'm an ambassador for Jesus Christ, cleverly disguised as a butcher, baker, candlestick mm-hmm. maker. It seems obvious, but why is it some days are harder than others for us to truly embrace this? Is it because maybe we're not walking closely enough with the Lord. we got to be careful with that because then we're like, okay, it's up to me, and then condemnation. So, if, you know, it just is a spiral. How do we avoid these kinds of landmines? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's just that constant walk of faith of trying to keep your eyes fixed on Christ. I, I always picture it that I'm, I'm walking through life and I'm looking upward. If I can keep my eyes fixed on Jesus Christ, 
I'm going to think about my circumstances the right way. But the problem is, especially on frustrating days, my gaze starts to go back down to earth, back down onto my circumstances. And I, I really think a big part of the, the Christian life is just trying to keep your eyes fixed on Christ all the time. And, and so when it comes to our work, you know, Colossians 3, 23 through 24 says it well. It says, whatever you do, work heartily or work hard as for the Lord and not for men, knowing that from the Lord you will receive the inheritance as your reward. You are serving the Lord Christ. And I, so I really do think it's a mindset thing. It's a perspective. I'm serving Christ today. I'm serving Christ today. Oh, the toilet, the toilet's clogged. I'm serving Christ today when <laughs> yeah, I'm clogged. Exactly. Well, I'm dealing with an angry customer. I'm serving Christ. Um, it's yeah. a lot of just reminding ourselves because we're so forgetful. Yeah, you know, that's where the spiritual disciplines come into play. Mm -hmm. People don't like to talk about the word discipline, but I think it's very, very important. And it's like, okay, where am I with the Lord? Where am I with, with God? And so we got to tie this into productivity. You know, a definition of productivity, I've got a job. I need to reframe it, I know, but right now today it feels meaningless. Um, how do I feel productive for the Lord where I am today? There's a quick takeaway. Somebody just turned on the radio. They need to hear this today. What do you want to say to them? Whether, regardless of the outcome of your work, whatever it is you're doing, if you do your job today with the mindset that I am doing this to serve Christ and love others, you will have been productive today. That really is the end goal of it, is if you served Christ today, if you served other people, you did what you were called to do. Getting things done for the glory of God. Yeah. I think it is important to remember that uh, you could be doing exactly what you're supposed to be doing, and you don't see anything happen yet. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because it, it, it's in God's time. Exactly. He's yeah. really responsible for the results. Yeah. It gets back to what's your definition of success, and that is being faithful. I know that sounds like a Christian cliche, but who cares? It's absolutely true, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, we think in terms productivity, you know, another word to way to talk about it is calling it fruitfulness. And so in our jobs, we feel productive when we're fruitful, when mm -hmm. we see a good result for our work. But an important part of viewing your work as a Christian is remembering that the ultimate fruit of your work is born in eternity. There, and, and sometimes those are connected, and sometimes they're not. Sometimes you'll have a day where you got a lot done, but you did it with the wrong attitude, and there was no eternal fruitfulness, but there was some earthly fruitfulness to your work. In other days, you'll, you'll do it with the right attitude, you'll work hard, and nothing's going to come of it here in this life. But you know, ultimately, that the fruitfulness will be born in eternity, that it's God who will reward you for that faithfulness in the way that you uh, carried out your work today. He who honors me, the Lord says, I will honor. It's living our lives for the glory of God, you know? And here's the—you're not going to find chapter and verse for this phrase, but he who lives for applause will die for the lack of it. You know, I heard that hmm. quote, and I've always kind of embraced that. You know, and that means applause from ourselves as well as from other people, you know, and feelings can be deceptive. I feel like I yeah. did nothing of eternal value today, but um, you know what? It just set aside those feelings and those emotions and give it to the Lord. And every day you wake up, say, Lord, here I am. Use me, guide me, direct me, and hop out of bed, embrace the day, seize the day. So it seems to me that's a great way to begin, don't you think, Reagan? Oh, amen. Yeah, you know, Jesus, that was one of the things he condemned the Pharisees for was that they did their spiritual things for the applause of people. 
And there's an old Bob Dylan song, you got to serve somebody. And I think that that's, mm. that's the key in the way we think about our work is you can get fixated on I'm serving this boss who I don't really like, you know, or I'm serving this customer who doesn't treat me right. But if you remember that in everything, our goal is to serve Jesus Christ, you, you're going to keep your, your mindset right. You're going to understand that, hey, this isn't meaningless. This has eternal value. I'm bringing God glory with my work today. And that is of cosmic importance. It's way bigger than just what I'm doing in my job today. It it's, has eternal significance. And I think that transforms meaninglessness into meaningful work, regardless of the actual thing mm-hmm. you're doing. Yeah. By the way, I love your YouTube channel and your videos. They've been very helpful. I've been eating lunch the past few days and uh, catching up on some of <laughs> eating the Eating lunch ones. with you. Eating lunch with you. Uh, and uh, it's it's really great. And Redeeming Productivity, you've got the channel on YouTube, and of course the book from Moody Publishers that we're Pump it up here for good reason. This is a great resource, guys. Redeeming productivity, getting more done for the glory of God. Reagan Rose, our good friend, thank you so much for being with us today and try to stay warm. (laughs) Thank you. It's always good being with you guys.